Time for second half on May Street Sports today. Already spoke with Heather Williams, WCYB TV. Coming up in the second half, we'll talk a little uh, college softball, uh, Vandy baseball from last night. Any ruminating tweets? Ruminating tweets following that? We'll talk about it. Also, Wild and Wacky Wednesday. Yeah, okay. See, I told you, they'll talk about it. And there they are, the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, and the Sundrop Kid from Alabama with a nice pullover today, Chris Yao. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's uh, certainly uh, good taste. jumping off the screen. Yeah, you got good taste. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Are you watching? Are you it's, wearing yours or something, JP? It, it's no. popping. Yeah. <laughs> but but my What's I, I've your, got one your, just like it. Your pullover. Yeah. yeah. What's popping? <laughs> yeah, always What's, comes with a pop. It's, it's cracking. <laughs> What's cracking? Uh, man, I'll tell you what's not cracking. The Braves bats. They are over on the day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Current, currently. In, in in that mode of the same thing that will make you laugh, will make you cry. I mean, Max Free went what five? How many perfect did he go last night? Uh, it was five, five plus. and a third. Yeah, five and a third, I think. So. Uh, Manny Pena just flat out to left. So that means Danzy Swanson's up, and the third inning is over. Um, <laughs> Man, that's so that so rough on the Vandy uh, boy. So I'll tell you, the, it's, well, it's got nothing to do with him being a Vandy boy. But I, I tell you this, you know, watching last night's game, I just felt like if that wasn't a real time Vanderbilt commercial, yeah. I don't know what <laughs> is. I mean, you had Walker Bueller start, you had Dansby Swanson start, yep. you had David Price come out of the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Um, all you needed was Kyle Wright to get in there. Yeah. He's starting, so he wasn't going to get in last night. Would have been nice if he had started today, maybe. But yeah, well, but Charlie I Morton, mean, yeah. And and then Mookie didn't go to Vanderbilt, but he's from Nashville. I mean, it, that was just a just felt like a fun night. They should have just played Nashville that at First Horizon, fan. right? Should have just played it yeah, at exactly. First Horizon. I mean, come on, they yeah. could have played it in Nashville, and everybody would have mm-hmm. been happier. Yep. Uh, you know, yeah, it's it's not been a great start for the Braves today. Freddie Freeman, another home run, this time a two-run shot that scored Mookie Betts. Um, they currently yep, – and Dan's the inning is over. Yep, flat out to left. Uh, Drop that well, average now he, below 150. At least he uh, put it in play. That's Look, that that's an improvement. Um, so since they're losing, let's talk about last night and Max Freed because he was – brilliant and you know you you that's what you hope for when or what you expected from max freed when he started this season he did not start out great uh, a couple of tough uh starts in his first two outings but you know like was mentioned on the i watched the valley broadcast by the way you, you were watching TBS. I was watching TBS because Bally wouldn't come up. So I somehow me. I ended up watching Bally couldn't get it on TBS. So <laughs> listening to Chip, you mm-hmm. know, he, he said Brian Snicker was talking about how these guys got two or three fewer outings in spring training than they normally would have. So you kind of have to just take the first two and take them with a grain of salt. Well, 
Last night, you got exactly what you expected out of Max Freed. He was perfect uh, through upwards of five innings. Mm -hmm. and Two hit ball through seven innings with eight strikeouts. And, and certainly helped uh, get the Braves to a, into a position to win. The remainder of the pitching staff, I thought, did really well. Matzik had the one wild pitch that ended up allowing a run to score. Uh, but other than that, Kenley Jansen looked good through just 12 pitches, nine strikes, had a strikeout, got the save. Uh, that's that is the line you want to see at pitchers at the at the end of a game. You want to see Max Freed, Tyler Matzik, Kenley Jansen, and of course, you can throw Will Smith in the seventh if you need to. But that that's that's exactly the that's the perfect scenario for the Atlanta Braves. They want to make it a six inning game before they hand it off to the night shift. And um, those guys proved themselves last year again. Luke Jackson, I uh, believe he has had Tommy John surgery, so he's going to be unavailable this year. But, I mean, those arms that they've got out there in the arm barn, are um, that's exactly what you're looking for out of those guys. And, and aside from the wild pitch from Tyler Matzik, I mean, everybody's going to have a hiccup from time to time. But – that's what you expect out of them. And against postseason caliber teams, that's when they've got to bring that. Orlando Arcia, three for three before he hit one two feet shy of the wall in his fourth at bat. Uh, had a uh, an RBI double in the fourth inning. Austin Riley had a big single. Uh, Darno with the home run off of Walker Bueller. It, it was just a, it that was, ball was crushed. It was exactly the kind of night the Atlanta Braves needed uh, to get back on track. You, you thought, and maybe today, not um, you know, it's a nine inning game. It, it is. I'm not saying that there's not any opportunity. I'm just saying it, it's it's still okay. You feel like night game. Now you got a day game. Mm -hmm. And you're on the West Coast. You're not used to waking up and it looking like it does out there. It's just there's a lot of dynamics that, that go into that. So they will take their first off day of the season tomorrow and travel home before a homestand that begins with Miami. So that's uh, looking forward to that. But, you know, this is Charlie Morton's third outing. And he's still trying to. He's a little older than Max, so it might well, take him a little longer to get stretched out. And, well, he's and be a little ready. older than Max, and he's also coming off a broken leg. You you forget about that because he struck out Mookie Betts After, on a broken leg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, he is. He's coming off an injury, so it's going to take him a little bit longer to get in the groove. I'm not worried about Charlie. I would rather have him out there. And but this is the type of game where you go, okay, is. How is Snicker going to manage this bullpen? Well, we know what he won't be doing. He won't be putting Sean Newcomb out no, there. No, he will not. Spencer Strider is available. You've got the off day tomorrow. You still got Will Smith available too, mm. by the way. Yeah. And AJ didn't. AJ Minter. Right. So you, you've got you, you, you've, you've got, got a great you, bullpen. You, you've got McHugh. You've got Thornburg. So I mean, Dylan got, Lee and Tukey apparently. I don't know. I if, would think Tukey is probably going to make a start. I think Spencer Strider is going to end up getting the the other position in that. And and at this point, 
I don't well, know why might, you don't. It might be an opener situation right. because I'm not sure that he stretched out to go five, six, but maybe one time well, did, through the order. He did pitch, what, three or four the other day? Mm-hmm. He, he's got the ability to, to go, you know, three that first time through the order for sure. The music is playing, but before we, before we let JP cut us off, Ronald Acuna with a great night in Jacksonville on a rehab assignment with the Gwinnett Stripers. What was he, two for three with a double? Yeah, the double was solid, too. He looked good. But um, when he came out, Justin Dean, remember the, five the name. Foot eight uh, arm machine. Uh, he's got a hose. He caught a ball in the right field corner and, and threw a guy out at third trying to go from second to third. Looked and like Roberto Clemente. It, it was a thing of beauty. This day in Braves history on April 20th, 2010, with three late-inning bombs, the Braves broke Philadelphia's heart. Trailing 3 nothing, going into the bottom of the ninth, Troy Golovsky got Atlanta on the scoreboard with a two-out blast off Ryan Madsen driving in Chipper Jones, and rookie Jason Hayward followed with a game-tying solo shot before Nate McLeod's walk-off Nate blast. McLeod. There you go. That's a name right there. Walk-off blast in the 10th off of Jose Contreras in a 4-3 victory. So, that was April 20th, 2010, this day in Braves history. When we come back here on Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, we're going to talk a little UT softball and a little Vanderbilt baseball. So Maybe some Tennessee baseball too, but yeah. Oh, well, I'm just reading the run of show. Yeah, we'll get to all of it. Okay. All right. It's a college baseball, college softball. Potpourri. Potpourri, but... Number three, Virginia Tech tonight in Knoxville. So, want to talk about it. Should be in Bristol. (laughs) There you go. We'll be right back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck, yes. That'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. 
we need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao, alongside Mo Patton, J.P. Plant on the controls back in the Berg. Um, wanted to talk a little bit here about tonight's big NCAA softball game in Knoxville as the third-ranked Virginia Tech Hokies coming into Knoxville for a midweek game. And, you know, Tennessee – They've they've been on a roll here as of late, so it's 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 a matter of you know what do you what do you decide to do in the circle if you know if you're the coaching staffs of these two teams. So it's you know it's it's a matter of do you want to win against a top twenty team or are you just resigned to playing? You know, You're midweek people. I, I have to admit that I'm not as well-versed in softball as I am in baseball, but I don't feel like midweek necessarily precludes you from throwing a weekend pitcher in well, softball. Well, in softball, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not sh- my point is I'm not sure how much changes as far as that goes. I, you know, I'm not sure if it changes anything. You know, when, when Tennessee was here, they did not, uh, throw their number one pitcher. Mm -hmm. Um, but they certainly, uh, certainly could do so tonight. And, and I'm, I'm, it's a 11 PM. That can't be be right. I'm telling you NCAA, dot com is insane <laughs> don't go there uh so anyway it's gonna be a really good game tonight i got, I got a feeling i'd hope so you know um we we talked as we were going out at the end of the previous segment about um this game should be played in bristol and actually this game has been played in bristol previously um columbia city manager tony massey uh, organized the um, the state line classic between um, UT and Virginia Tech when he was city manager in Bristol. So this that would not necessarily be a foreign concept, actually, if it went down like that. Tennessee uh, is again coming off that sweep of Texas A and M over the weekend. Obviously, Texas A and M not the not not the best SEC program, but it's still an SEC program, and, and they are a solid team. Uh, Four-game win streak for the Lady Vols, and uh, haven't lost, they lost that series to Georgia a couple of weekends ago, but that is it. Um, you, you kind of you kind of go into this, you know, 
thinking you, you've got to have the the best game you can get from uh, from Ayala and Pooney, who, which by the way, I didn't realize that uh, that Pooney was a Oklahoma transfer that couldn't even break the lineup out there, and she's killing it for the Lady Vols. So that's exactly what she wants. She had hit her tenth home run in that uh, series finale against uh, Texas A and M, and that's a uh, that that's exactly what you have to have. You have to expect the best from your top players, and she's become a top player for this Tennessee team. So well done to her. Uh, last night in baseball action, mm-hmm. Vanderbilt did something that Tennessee couldn't, Mo. That was – Shut out Tennessee Tech, and Tennessee Tech had aluminum bats this time. I mean, I look, I'm not here to make any scenes. I'm just saying <laughs> that uh, I, I didn't see any any pot shot tweets go out after the game, though. Which is a good thing. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Um some sometimes letting sleeping dogs lie is a thing. Well, our friend Chris Lee at Southeastern 14 in the power rankings this week, Vanderbilt midweek games matter too. And the Commodores are unbeaten there, Hmm. but they're also ranked number fifth while Tennessee is obviously ranked number one, uh, plus two sixty nine run margin on the season. Tennessee is plus 269. Tennessee is plus 269. And what's her record? Uh, 34 and 3. So in 37 games, they are plus 269. Which is 113 runs higher than second place Arkansas. Hang on. <laughs> 37 games, 269. They're, they're winning. Is that four, that's better than. Yeah, it, it's, it's. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's I, I mean, lot. it's. This is and then last night obviously Tennessee gets a nine three win over Bellerman. Uh Vanderbilt really That's seven plus runs a game. Yeah. Uh, they're 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 beating folks pretty bad. And again, you know, Vanderbilt's struggling in SEC play right now. Tennessee but they did lost get two their of, first. They get they did get two of three from Florida this past they weekend, get, and they were in position for the sweep, just couldn't finish it out on um on Sunday, um, got up in that one late, I think, and then Florida had some late game heroics to win it. But uh, it's it's a long season in the SEC, man. Whether you are, you know, beating people by seven plus runs a game, or whether you drop six or seven in a row in league play, I mean, it's 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 a lot of good teams out there. So yeah, you know, and and. Chris McIlvain has been the Friday starter for Vanderbilt, uh, the Summit product, and he he's been really good for them. And it's it's kind of been that Sunday game that is the toss up for Vanderbilt. And if they get if they get good pitching, then they typically win. If they don't, then they don't win. And, and again, pitching is the name of the game, and that's what makes Tennessee so good right now. You're talking about. You know, a team that has four guys who could be Friday starters in the Southeastern Conference. 
Yeah. And, and one of them isn't starting at all and and only, on the weekend. That's right. And only three games on the weekend. So yes. you tell me how that works. You know, yeah. it's it's really impressive what this uh Tennessee pitching staff has done. And it's, we haven't we didn't certainly a luxury. And um it'll be interesting this weekend as Tennessee continues SEC play and they will be without their head coach for at least the first two games. Uh yes, they will, in fact, be without their head. As a matter of fact, it's in Florida. And if I were him, I would just not go. I mean, what's a fifth game, right? <laughs> Chill at the house. I I mean. Uh, I think you want to be with your team whenever you can. So um, I, I feel like he'll be there. But I, I, I get your point. Um, you don't want to take too many games off, though. You don't. Uh, one thing I did want to talk about, though, that we have not talked about is Friday's celebration from Alabama. Uh, you know, we talked about how Tennessee didn't need any motivation against Vanderbilt. They probably didn't need any motivation against Alabama, but they certainly got some. And they certainly took it out on Here's Alabama the remainder of the season, of the series. If, if that's what you need, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I was – I thought the comments coming out of the UT camp after Alabama did whatever they did on Friday night were a little odd given what Tennessee had done for the previous 34 games this season. Yes and no. Um, Tennessee is Tennessee is one of those teams that you just – you know what you're going to get from them emotionally. Mm-hmm. And so you just accept it. Yeah. I mean, well, that's fine. But if you are across the diamond from folks and if you are going to show that kind of emotion, if you're going to wear your emotions on your sleeve, if you're going to touch the plate with your finger, different things like that, if you're going to do that to people, then you can't really be bothered when the tables get turned. Uh, it's not any different when somebody does it to you than when you do it to somebody. So I saw a tweet, and I don't remember exactly what the the thought process behind it was. Somebody they said, you know, when Tennessee Tech celebrated and and did all the things that they did, that it was, I, I this sort of what they they won they won the one game they were going to play against them. It, they they won their the World Series. If you want to act like you won the World Series, it's the only game you got, right? But celebrating that way in game one of a three-game series, probably not the ideal. It's probably not. It's probably not the <laughs> ideal thing to do. UT is not the ideal team to make that point. Exactly. You don't want to – again, you don't have to poke the bear. But you also don't want to poke the bear. But well, I mean, you can be poked, and you can come back on Saturday and, and let everybody know that you've been poked. But all the we'll see how they'll see how it tastes and all that other stuff. Again, for what they've done, and they through did 34, and twice in a row, exactly. And that's the point. And that's the point I think Tennessee fans were making is okay. You got one game. Okay. Yeah. I, like I, I, my my thing is again, if I'm a Tennessee player, 
knowing how we've acted at times over the course of this season, we have suddenly become everybody's Super Bowl. Sure. So, and you good know, for them. let them That's, do that. You know you've got two more games, and you know what you're probably going to do in the next two games. So just let it ride. That's what you want. You've asked for it. Yes. And you know what? Just like Kyle Busch, you've earned the right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've done it. And I, I just didn't like the comments that they made after Friday's game. Thought they were out of place, all things considered. Maybe. But, again, that's Tennessee. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's that's what you're going to get from this team. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're going to say fine. All right, cool. You're going you're going to find out exactly what it's like. Mm-hmm. You want to come on our field and do that? We'll show you. You won't do it again. And they didn't. Yeah. So that's that's how I don't mind them talking because that's what they do. They don't let their bats and gloves do the talking. Their mouths do it too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Tennessee softball has some matching, well, alternately matching hats. Alternately matching. I like that. Um, the, they, they've taken the baby blue cap with the Tennessee orange, and instead of the white cap with orange daddy for baseball, they have mommy on their caps. So, 14th ranked Tennessee, by the way. We did not mention that as we were discussing. Well, I did say it was a top 20 matchup. I just didn't know exactly where they were ranked because I know there could be 15, could be 14, depending on where you're looking. Uh, According to the UT Sports website, they are 14th. We'll go with that. So whatever ranking they are using. (laughs) Of the six. Exactly. So anyway, we'll be back with Wild and Wacky Wednesday, the weirdest and wildest stories from across the world. Stick around. Southern Middle, uh, Southern Main Street Sports Today returns after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. 
A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Mo, you had a uh, wild and wacky story yesterday, and, and I've forgotten it. Did you, did I don't remember what it was, but it was. Yeah. Oh, I know what it was. Um, it was the lady in Memphis with the. Oh yeah, she she got her her car ran out of gas. Mm-hmm. Her, well, it, it wasn't her car. It was a rented Chevrolet Suburban that ran out of gas on a bridge on I-55 in, in, in Memphis, or I guess my, it might have been crossing the Mississippi because both Memphis and West Arkansas Memphis? State Police oh. were involved when it was found that the Chevrolet Suburban that was rented that ran out of gas was carrying 229 pounds of marijuana. Well, she was just getting ready for today. her and a few of her friends uh, a couple a couple you know uh, it's you know it's it's uh, like you said earlier jp or or maybe yesterday about we being legalized because boy it would just make sure it it would make it a lot easier that was was a jp comment i I, I don't disagree with it and hey officially on that uh I was liking it to getting taxes for something legal like alcohol, marijuana, to pay for it to open up like the steroids you were talking about. Make yeah, it above table, like the NIL deal. I wasn't yeah, necessarily saying. suggesting uh, because I don't want to make a political statement on a sports channel. But I'm not even sure that that's political. Yeah, at, at this Probably point, not. it's just a yeah. matter of hey, let's uh, yeah, let, let let's get some tax money from this. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, that makes that makes sense. You know, uh, speaking of political statements, uh, to me, it would be, we, we would be not doing our job on Wild and Wacky Wednesday if we didn't talk about the idiocy of the Tennessee state senator who decided to liken homeless people to Hitler. Well, wow. Hitler was homeless. What are you doing, dude? I haven't heard like, about this. Just uh, yeah, he he. Well, Hitler was was homeless, and he he you know bootstrapped himself, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> he came out okay. He came out okay. You see how well it worked out for him. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Wow. I, I got, mean, again, that I I I would like to think that we can all be in agreement that Hitler not good. I mean, that's that's not really a political statement. Yeah, that's I think just that's a, fair. The yeah. general, everyone agrees with this. I, yeah. I'd certainly like to think. <laughs> I mean, so anyway, I just thought it was like, dude, just just don't say his name in, in anything. It's it's just better if you just don't. 
So anyway, if if you're thinking about it, just think it. Don't say it. <laughs> Don't press send. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Put that one in the drafts and let it mm. just uh, stick and, and forget there. about it. Yeah. 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 Uh, you guys ever been to? You guys have been big fans of haunted houses. I am not. No. Huge I, fan, by the way. I, no. I think I've made that statement on these airwaves or some <laughs> airwaves somewhat similar to these. I'm not going to pay to be scared. No ding. I don't get a ding for that. Well, here, because, you know, I, I kind of agree with you because I was thinking of how I wanted to put this, but you know, I'm not a big horror movie fan mm-hmm. or sci-fi just because for me, I'm more of a realistic when it comes to movies or entertainment of that nature. So a haunted house, it's hard for me to get into that mind frame to you know, well, why? I, I, you know, it doesn't doesn't do anything for me. So I, it's it's funny because I enjoy haunted houses, but I rarely get scared at haunted houses because, like you, I, I probably like to watch I, other I people under- get scared. <laughs> That's that is a that is a big part of it. I love to take Sarah because she's a fainting goat and she will literally fall down <laughs> if she gets scared, and so that's that's a lot of fun. Um, Does she know that? Yes, that her role yes. in that is to entertain you. Yes, she is well aware. Does she, she embellish that? Way? Loves it. Go, goes right along with. Okay. Well, that's good for you. As long as everybody's happy. Yeah, hey. It's it's pretty funny for me. I, I... <laughs> anyway. I assume you pay for dinner that night, though, right? Uh, I pay for everything. Uh, what are you talking oh, about? Oh. Um, wow. So. <laughs> You're going to pay for that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm hey, already. Hey, sh- show me the limo. <laughs> I'm already in the doghouse uh, today anyway. So what's what's one more? Let's just what pile, did you do? pile it on today. So what did you get do? it all done today? Yeah, pile on now because so, you can't be that mad. I mean, mm. and tomorrow she'll wake up mm. and I'll be over. Mm. This dude. So, so hey. there's, a, there's a level of uh, madness with which it, at, it at ceases to be. Stops. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Is that your goal to try to reach that? Just the quicker well, the better. It's not my goal. The sooner you get to that point, yeah. But get well, it over yes, with. But, but here's the point. Here's the thing: is if we can get to a point where I already know she's mad, if I, I know that I can't make her less mad, uh-huh. so it's like if I if I'm gonna say something, I'm gonna do it while she's already mad. I'm not gonna because she can't her. get any more mad either. Well, she. It's not going to change anything. Her level of mad is usually about the. It's pretty even keel. But Mo, it's called hedging your bets. Oh goodness gracious! No, it's not hedging. Hey, look. Good luck to you, sir. That's all. It's worked for five years. Oh, oh, okay. We're gonna we're gonna keep going. Let's get back to the haunted house. The haunted haunted house in South Carolina. a man thought he was grabbing a prop gun as part of the experience, and Uh-oh. yeah, Uh-oh. it was not a prop gun. Uh, at the zombie experience mm. of the Hollywood Ma- Wax Museum, uh, a man was hit in the shoulder and and has survived. Uh, mm. If he had not survived, I guess he just would have just stayed there. <laughs> the zombie experience <laughs> Hollywood Wax Museum. I, I don't know. I, would have just become a character. Just, yeah, huh? he, he would have been a, an employee at that point. <laughs> If you hadn't tried so hard on that one, I would have given you a ding, but that was an awful lot of effort. Well, I mean, it's also not untrue. Uh, Yeah, no, you're right. right. I mean, perfectly legitimate. Mm. So anyway, they they have 
uh, charged Kill Latrell Brown with contributing to the delinquency of a minor in connection with the shooting because uh, someone, uh, uh, apparently Mr. Brown here, left the gun in the haunted house. That was just a dumb wow. idea. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so, you know. Yeah, you, you you need to do some time just for your stupidity. Stupid tax. Stupid, stupid tax. tax. That's right. Yeah. All right, and finally, the Dublin airport got 12,272 noise complaints last year hmm. from one person. Who lives by the airport. Oh, there's no question this guy lives by the airport, yeah. right? 12,000. Uh, Nine, 365 days? 90% yeah, let's try. Yeah, do the maths. <laughs> by the airport operator. Almost mm. double the complaints he filed in 2020, uh, which were 6227. Of so course, he was 20, twice as bothered then. Well, in 2020, there was fewer flights. Far fewer flights. So, uh, yeah, uh, this is this is this is a problem, uh, and I'm not sure. It doesn't tell me what his 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 complaint is, um, but under a noise management plan, aircraft taking off from Dublin should adhere to a noise prefer- noise preferential route, mm. a flight path designed to avoid overflight of buildup areas where possible. Uh, apparently, this guy doesn't believe they're making a, an effort to be as quiet as they can over his house, so. I wonder which was there first, the airport or him. Yeah. It's kind of like the, the, the fairgrounds mm-hmm. argument. You, know, who, who, you knew there was a racetrack over there. Yeah. You, it's been there a hundred years. You weren't here it, first. It didn't sneak in. <laughs> yeah. Chris, does it say if this guy has a, a, a summer home in Florida or not? <laughs> you know what? It does not say. He could be a Florida but, man. Uh, it certainly would not surprise me. Uh, 12, Irish man. Yeah. 12,000 complaints, almost 13,000 complaints in one in single year. One year. That's a full-time job. Yes, it is. That is a legitimate full-time job. I, I don't I don't know. And, and I mean, it, well, maybe he's independently wealthy, which kind of plays right into that whole thing. That, that's highly likely scenario. <laughs> highly likely. All right, that's going to do it for today. Up, oh, and it appears the Dodgers have scored another run. Uh, three Rios nothing. homered, yep. so it is three to nothing. Los Angeles in the bottom of the fifth, and if it doesn't get any better, I'm going to be in the bottom, bottom of the, of the fifth, fifth later. <laughs> so. We'll be able to talk about this one tomorrow with thank you, former Braves reliever and co-host of the 755 podcast with David O'Brien on the athletic Eric O'Flaherty. Yo! One of the greatest Twitter followers there is. Yes. Um, That'll be in the second half tomorrow. In the first half, we will have Lipscomb baseball coach Jeff Forehand as the Bisons ride a four-game winning streak into their three-game A-Sun. Don't call it Atlantic Sun. Don't call it Atlantic. At Jacksonville State. Or a comeback. It's going to be a big. It's going to be a big one. Ronald Acuna Jr. in the starting lineup tonight, leading off for the Stripers. Travis Demerit, also William Contreras behind the plate. Uh, I thought Travis Demerit was on the way to join the Braves Apparently after Riley was put on the paternity list. Apparently not. Uh, so hmm. I, I don't know. Anyway, 
It's going to be a good show tomorrow. Y'all come back with us. It's going to be a lot of fun for JP and the bird and Mo. I'm Chris. Yeah. Have a great day. We'll see you then.